everybody. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Truth. This week we talk about New Year's resolutions. And although we have some strong opinions about the term New Year's resolutions, uh, we do have goals and things that we would like to achieve this year, things that we would like to see for ourselves. Um, So stay tuned to find out what that is. This week is also the first week that a couple of us have gotten a little emotional during the recording. We just wanted to say thank you for all your support. We appreciate you guys and we appreciate being able to share, you know, what we're feeling and um, basically, you know, all of our emotions here on this platform. So thank you. We appreciate you. Stay tuned uh, to see what happens. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Good, The Bad, and The Truth. This is Jill. I'm Kiwi. And this is Deb. (laughs) (laughs) We are welcoming you to our episode for January 20th. And Casey, how would you like to introduce the days of? All right. Well, you probably know by now, it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day today. So, hope you enjoyed your day off. I know I did. (laughs) Uh, It's also National Disc Jockey Day. Oh, I love it. Do you? Why not? I don't know. DJ. Who's your favorite DJ? Do you guys have one? No. DJ Khaled. Rick D. No, I'm just kidding. Rick D. <laughs> right, that's what I was thinking. Like Art LeBeau. Art LeBeau is my favorite oh, DJ. There you go. Yeah. DJ Khaled. <laughs> DJ Khaled. DJ yeah. DJ Khaled. <laughs> that is true, Deb. It's also National Cheese Lovers Day. Oh. Not a day for me, but I know it's, it's... a romantic day with cheese and oldies. <laughs> I love it. Bust up that cheese. Fondue pot. Turn on the Art LeBeau. It's 1960 all over again, baby. There you go. And then it's also National Butter Crunch Day. And I had to look up what that meant. It's just like a toffee kind of candy. So, oh. With nuts. It's like Butter Crunch. Hmm. Yeah, Butter Crunch. Like, like butter toffee finger. and nuts. Hmm. Yeah. I wasn't excited about it, but. I'd bite it. You'd bite anything. I know. <laughs> I'm down. And those are your national days. All right. Well, thank you for sharing. So this week's episode, we wanted to do kind of touch on 2019, talk about some of our highs, some of our lows, things that we've learned, um, things we want to leave in 2019, or some things we want to carry with us. And so I put together a list of questions that I asked Casey and Deb that we're just going to go through. And so I think it's appropriate to start off with a question that I always feel like people are very have a very hard opinion on. Do you or do you not do New Year's resolutions? Go ahead, Deb. Oh, why do I always have to go first? Because I say go ahead, Deb, first. <laughs> Next time you got to say, go ahead, Casey. <laughs> you got to beat her to it. Pretty much. Um, so, okay. Yes and no. Like, I don't usually do New Year's resolutions. Um, and I think it's because I don't really like to hold myself accountable for it. And so... What I do is I, I I don't really, like, if somebody asks me, like, do you have New New Year's resolution or do you do New Year's resolutions, I usually say no. Um, I don't do that. But deep down inside, you know, I always have, like, these goals that I have for myself. But I don't like to verbalize them because I don't like anybody or even myself to, like, hold myself accountable or hold me accountable for those goals when they fail. Yeah. Can I just say ditto? Yeah. The exact same fucking thing? Yeah. Like, my answer is 100% the same. <laughs> so it's 
like every year, like I say things to myself, like, oh, this year, you know, like it's inside me, but yeah. I don't, I don't want to announce it. I or don't want put anyone it out there. to know. Exactly. I don't want to hold myself accountable. Exactly. I just want it to be floating around. Maybe I'll touch on it. Maybe I won't. Like whatever. And then you feel less guilty about it that way. Yeah, I'm like, I, I never like, said I was doing that. <laughs> super agree um but i i i i'm also like i don't really like new year's resolutions probably because i don't want to be held accountable for anything but um i do make them because the gang likes to every single year do new year's resolutions this is your this is your tradition right so you guys yeah. get together every year at the end of the year we get together we go over if you accomplish the previous year's resolutions and say what you'd like for the coming year i'm not a fan of it i always talk shit on it and I feel bad not doing it, so I always do stuff. Last year, it turns out I accomplished, I think, three out of five goals I said I would do. But I, when I was doing them, I was never like, oh, I'm kicking off like a resolution because I really didn't, I never know what I say I'm going to do because I just make it up in the moment. So you don't pre-think nope. your, oh just, my God, really? I just say stuff. And then someone else writes it down for me. Oh, okay. So like last year, I said that I wanted to get another stamp in my passport obviously we went to scotland so mm-hmm. i did that but when i was doing it i wasn't like "Ooh, resolution complete you she know. also wanted to put another notch on her bedpost I hate you. well that didn't happen <laughs> um, but like i said i wanted to go see my grandma that didn't take place but i don't like feel like i don't feel well i feel bad i didn't see my grandma but i'm not like, resolution didn't happen i'm just like oh whatever because i feel like you never know what the year's gonna bring like 2019 was such a weird year for me i could have never figured out like what was gonna take place I don't feel bad like not completing stuff because how can I know what's gonna happen but that being said yes I did make resolutions because I just saw the gang and we just did this and so I'll share with you some of what some of them are we appreciate you being open and sharing that with us um um I said that I do want to go visit my grandma this year so where does your grandma live my mom my, my grandma lives in Missouri in St. Louis okay and I've been a few times, but I want to go with my mom this year because I have not visited my mom's family with my mom since I was a child. So I think that'll be really nice. If you ever need a friend, you know who to ask. I do know who You to know ask. I love your family I and know. I love the South. They love her too. Yeah. I mean, St. Louis is the Midwest. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to spend more time with my family in general. And by that, I mean like my family that lives here in California, which is very small, but also like go to Alabama more like like try to be more in contact with my family because they're far from me and so it's it's like you know we don't really know each other that well but I want to work on changing that you know because they're my family so working on that um eat more vegetables that is a goal of mine for the year I've been doing pretty good at it and on days where I don't eat any vegetables, I just haven't ate greens and try to just cram it in All that the way. tablets? Yeah, yeah. eat greens tablets, which are full of different vegetable nutrients. I want to go to another country again this year. Um, I want to go to a festival or to summer camp with Jill. She knows. We want to do a Camp Lennox, which is like a music summer camp. So it's like summer camp for adults. Yeah. It's very mm. funny. When I mentioned this one to the gang, they were like, well, should we all go? I was like, I really can't see if you guys would like it. I don't think they would I like it. I don't know if it's your vibe. I said, I mean, it's anyone's welcome to go. But um, For your fruits and vegetables, I remember last year, I wasn't doing like a challenge, but um, it was for like a brief time. This guy had posted where you try to do eat 40 different either fruits or vegetables in a week because then like that challenges you to buy different produce and things like that. 
But then I know in your pre- in the previous episode you said you have your veggie box coming. So maybe that'll be yeah, a good way. It might help. So I'm, I'm trying to be proactive in that, you know, like, and I'm not saying that, like, like, obviously now it's, like, the beginning of the year, so it sounds, like, really exciting, but, like, it's something I was already working on and thinking about, and I think that's why I don't like about resolutions. Like, it's not like, well, January's come, and now I want to, like, change all this shit. Like, you know, like, uh, life just happens, whatever. Um, I said I maybe want to learn how to do eyeshadow. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's a maybe. Because <laughs> I think, like, sometimes I'm like, eyeshadow would be pretty dope, like, doing eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can do it. So... Like, that might be cool, but I also don't give that much of a shit. Like, if it doesn't take place, I don't feel sad about it, you know? Like, so if, if at the end of the year you haven't seen with eyeshadow on, please don't be like, I thought this bitch was going to learn how to do eyeshadow this I year. I remember one of your resolutions from last year was you wanted to learn how to twerk. Yeah. Didn't happen. <laughs> I tried. I tried to take a twerk class, but with things going on with my dad, I just had to, like, miss doing them, and then yeah. my opportunity ran out. So, might still happen in the future. I could. And then I want to take a cookie decorating class. And I've been trying to do that for, like, uh, maybe, like, a year. You should go with my mom. My mom always tries to get me to take one, but I think she's projecting. I think she your wants to take one. can come with me and Trisha because we both want to go. Yeah. I will talk to your mom about this because I found the class. I'm ready to do it. No, because she's always, like, trying to tell me because she's saying, you could improve your penmanship by doing this cookie decorating. And I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, because those would be some shit-ass cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, what does that say? Actually, though, on the contrary... I decorated some really good cookies at Georgette's house over the holidays, and I impressed myself. I'm gonna say because them. we had good tools, the little the little baggies that I were great them. to work with. They were with. nice. You did do a good job. I heard um, I don't remember where I was at, but I heard some ladies talking, and they were talking about that her and her friends they get together every year and they do their resolutions, like how your group of friends does. And she emphasized that she really liked that you have your friends there. To remind you of what you accomplished, because you forget. That is true, because we would say things like, oh, I didn't do that. And we'd be like, no, remember And they'd be like, this. no, you did this, yeah. and you did that. And and I was like, that's like what you're saying. I don't know necessarily if you've had thought about it like that. I haven't, because like, um, my friend Liz, who, hi Liz, she's a big fan. Um, She was like, oh, I wanted to do a 5K last year, and I didn't do it. I was like, we were like, dude, you came to like our 5K. Like, you know, like you did. And she's like, and I ran it. And so it's true, like, you know, things get lost along the year, and so... That is very true that seeing them with friends and doing it with friends, it does remind you of things. Like, it's still, I don't put a lot of stock in resolutions. I know that they do more. Like, I think it does help them with stuff, and I think that's totally fine. But it is nice that, like, it's a tradition for us to spend time together doing it, you know, so. Yeah, I like that. That's how I take it. I spent my New Year's um, with Blake, one of our previous, our friend, but also our previous guest on the show. And I was telling her, I was like, because we said we were going to have a low-key, um, New Year's Eve this year, we weren't going to go out. We ended up going out, but we said initially that we weren't, and I was thinking in my mind, maybe we could do, like, vision boards, and in my mind, I was like, are you this bitch now who does vision boards? And I was like, maybe I am, but then I was thinking, like, I always thought it was really corny and just dumb, but I'm like, but maybe, maybe that's who you are now. Maybe you are a corny person that wants to do that kind of thing. We didn't do the vision boards, but it's still not out of my mind, and then I've also seen where people online, they do, like, Instead of one for the whole year, they'll do one, like, quarterly. Or every... I'm not going to do one every month. But, like, every three months to kind of see what you'd like to get accomplished. So, I haven't fully put it out of my mind yet. I'm still dabbling. Hence, not wanting to be held accountable. But, it was something I thought about. Alright. Fair enough. Um, so, one of the questions I wanted to ask you guys is... What do you love about your life? 
I love you guys. I love this podcast. Mostly. Mostly? Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I love my friends. Like, that's something I love about my life. I feel like I have a lot of support from friends in my life. So I think that's really important, especially being like a single person, like having like my own family with my own group of people, mm-hmm. you know. I love, I love, I, 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 people ask me a lot. I love my entire life. Like I love everything. I feel like I've grown up in a fairly privileged life and um, I have a decent job I have a place to live. I have really good family and friends. I get the opportunity to travel and do new experiences. Um, yeah, I just overall, I feel like I have a really good life. And I, I think sometimes what, when it's been brought up in question is, not in question, but in conversation, like when you're doing, like when we do like online dating and stuff, people will kind of ask you like about your life and like, oh, what do you enjoy and things like that. And I'm like, I got a good life. And that's why I'm also very like selective about who I let in my life and get close to because it's hard to find that balance of like good things and so I really genuinely only want good things and positivity so yeah I love my life me Deborah um I guess I mean kind of same like I love my family I love you know Brian that he's now a part of my life I love you know his family and how they've also made me you know a part of their family and you know i also feel that i have like a really good support within my friends and a lot of my friends i do consider them uh like family to me so um i you know i love that i appreciate you know them being in my life i also love that right now um i'm working on like making my house more into like a home because i have been into in my house for a really long time but it hasn't been until recently that I've actually felt like, okay, this is my home and I'm going to make it mine. Because I've always had people kind of like living with me. Um, so I haven't really been like as independent in my house. So, um, yeah. That's exciting to see what you're going to do. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's exciting because, I mean, it's also like the beginning of like mine and Brian's like, life together exactly yeah because yeah, we're mm-hmm. planning to get married so then yeah we'll see like what it's gonna bring oh mm-hmm. that's good i'm excited to to tell you i have um at the very end i looked up everybody's horoscope for 2020 oh, okay so i'm excited to tell you because <laughs> it's good um so where i pulled these questions from was similar to last week they are journal prompts and um questions of how to be your better self and so this is where i got some of these and I present, or I think Deborah actually shared both lists with us, and then we kind of went through and chose the items that we want to talk about. So this one was Casey's, and it's how can I add happiness to my daily life? Still have not figured it out, guys. No, no. I mean, I feel like I need to leave my house more. <laughs> like I think that would add more happiness to my daily life because. I don't sleep well, so a lot of times after work, I'm like, I'm just going to go home now and then be home. And it's not that I'm, like, stressed at home, you know, like, I try to, like, do things to, like, calm down. But I feel like I'm missing, like, something that's really, really stimulating to me, like a class or, like, something enriching. And I feel like adding that in would actually be a very big help to my daily life. Oh, yeah, that's good. Like a, something to your routine. Yeah. Like, I feel like that is missing. 
Okay. I feel like it would be really good because I like learning new things and I like meeting new people for the most part. I mean, for the most part. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I won't know who they are until I get there. But I just feel like, I don't know if I'm ever going back to school. I hope to go back to school one day, but I don't know what I want to study. So I feel feels pointless to go now. So I feel like what is missing from my life is learning in an environment with people. You know, like obviously I can like educate myself like independently at home but I think it's different to like go like sit with a group like do something so I don't know what that means exactly if it's like I should join a real book club I say real you know but like with strangers <laughs> yeah or like we really like sit down and have like these discussions like right after we read it or if I should be taking like a course but like I feel like that is the thing that would make my life better that's a good answer um for myself I thought about my daily life I really do enjoy being outside like as soon as I leave work and I'm like in the air just in natural light that's when I feel the happiest and I feel like for me if I need to probably get outside more and not necessarily just come home after work and stay inside or if I am outside sometimes I'm like doing errands or like grocery shopping and things like that so I'm in society but I'm not necessarily outside outside so I think for myself, that might be something that I can build from. I think um, I have said I went with the hike with our with the hiking group that I joined last year. We went on a hike this past weekend and I really enjoyed that. So I want to keep hiking and keep being in nature and being outdoors. So I think that's what makes me feel the most happy. Um, another thing that I do on and off, but I think that I would like to do more of is to genuinely because I do cook like I cook a lot but I feel like I don't necessarily like prep and plan all my food ahead of time I kind of just cook meal by meal and I think that sometimes I'm spending a lot of time like cooking and then cleaning and then I'm tired after that that I think I need to have it kind of planned out because I think I'm happier when everything's already done and then I have room for other things after work instead of just doing each thing at a time so I think in a practical sense that's something I can do for my daily routine you, Deborah? So, well, now I'm like, well, shit, did I misunderstand the question? Because mine is totally different from your guys's. There's okay. no right or wrong yeah. answer, though. Yeah, but I feel like mine went kind of like in a different direction. Um, so mine was just to, like, to add happiness to my daily life. I would just like to focus on more of the positive things that are going on rather than the negative like don't feed into like all the negative things that are happening because you know and I think for the most part I I do an okay job at it um I try not to let like you know the negatives bring me down um but you know sometimes obviously like we all have our days um but yeah I just think that 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 would just add more like happiness to my life that's good. I don't think that's a bad answer. No, I mean, yeah. not that it's a bad answer, but I just felt like it's a different direction than what you guys had yeah. said. I think that's fine. Yeah. That's good. The next question is, what am I leaving in the past? Nothing. Nothing. You keep bringing it all with you. <laughs> if only. No. I would like to try to let things go more. I mean, I say I'd like to try. We'll see what fucking happens. You know. <laughs> Because um, I do think it adds, like, a lot of extra stress to my life to be so hyper-focused on things. Admittedly, some of that is just my brain chemistry. Like, I like 
I am who I am. I can't just suddenly change all that. But, you know, like, trying to let some of that go because I think it's, it's definitely not a benefit to me. You know what I mean? Like, because then it ripples into everything. Like, oh, I can't sleep because then I'm focused thinking about this thing. And then I'm like, oh, I'm tired. Then I think, I'm always tired. It's aging me. Now I look old. Now oh. I look old. Like, just like oh, my, my gosh. So you, you, My mind goes in a real spiral. You just uh, spiral very quickly. Oh, and that was like not even a spiral. Oh my that was gosh. like a little mini, a little mini curve. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to learn. Like, I, I would like to let go of things like that and try to be like more. It's fine. And if it's not fine, like, I'll get over it. That's all stuff I'd like. Don't ask me how I'm getting there. No one's asking you that. I feel like it was the next question. <laughs> nope, that wasn't. You know the questions. I do. <laughs> I can't remember. I So I, I wrote all my answers down and then I left them behind. <laughs> I left them behind in the past, so now I don't even remember what I would like <laughs> to leave in the past. I'm trying to think. I'll, you have to come back to me. I can't remember. Um. So mine just kind of went in, like, in connection with the last thing that I said. But just basically in the past, I would just like to leave... Um, like, wasting time on, like, the little things. So, kind of, like, you know, what Casey said. Just learning to let things go and not focusing on just things that are, like, very minute or things that you can't control. Things that are out of our control. To just let those go. That's what I'm going to leave in the past. Or like try. That. I mean, Godspeed. I yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> like, try to leave that shit in the past. And then also, um, I just thought about this, but... I'm going to try to be, uh, or try to have less <laughs> road rage. <laughs> oh, but, okay, so I don't think I'm an aggressive driver, but I do get upset very quickly. Like, and it doesn't, it's not like it stays with me. Like, I'll be upset the whole time. But, like, if somebody cuts me off, like, I'm like, fucking bitch. Or, like, you She's know. She's mad right now. She's mad yeah. this morning. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. Like, I'll just, like, ugh. Like, you know, blurt some shit out or blurt a few curse words or whatever. You know, I'll have my words with that person in my car, obviously. You know, I'm not acting upon it. But, yeah, I mean, I would like to tone that down. <laughs> so I would like to leave that in the past. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, for myself, what am I leaving in the past? I think because of just of my personality i i'm kind of the opposite of you guys i don't really like hold on to anything as far as like grudges or or things like that things really more just have to do with me like something i like to leave behind is more of the habit of like procrastinating and that kind of thing and not um and things that i want to do but i'm like eh i'll get around to it or like not necessarily put attention to it so i think that's something i'd like to leave leave behind and just try to move forward and not be so much of a procrastinator and then also i'm leaving behind flaky people like either talking to guys that are like flaky or they just they're not really like present or friends or relationships that are just kind of flaky i'm like Meh, i'm just i'm just gonna leave that behind you're either present or you're not i coughed right as i said flaky and i heard filthy oh <laughs> filthy I was like what does that mean what have you been doing <laughs> Like, huh? Who have yeah. you been hanging out with? Then I got the gist. You guys. <laughs> I was just like, huh? Yeah. That's really funny. All right. So now we know what we're leaving behind us. What are we going to bring with us in the future? What am I bringing with me in the future? Oh, you threw me off guard because I feel like you skipped one. Sorry. Did I? Yeah. No. What is it? The that's... negative mindset thing. No, that's before. Oh, snap. My bad. I just can't read. That's fine. Um. Things I'm bringing to the future. It's just a new positive attitude. 
Look at me. That's a lie. I'm bringing in more vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to make everything better. Oh, um, no. I'm going to try to be, oh, here I go, more adventurous in 2020. Um, how will that be happening? I know because I hate the word adventure. Um, I just want to, I want to try more. I feel like I try a lot of things, but I also feel like there's a lot of things that I don't try or that I'm just like, that's so not in my wheelhouse that I'm like, no. So I want to try some of those things. Like Sweet Marisol has been wanting me to go on a hike with her. I hate hiking. I really do. Like, I know I don't like it, but what if I like it now? And I just, I'm so like, I know I didn't like it before. So I don't want to do it. I mean like a mini hike, not a deep nature hike because I'm still me and I still have terrible asthma and will die. But like Mount Rubidoux. Yeah, you have to start yeah. small. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're probably only going to get that big. Let's not get nuts. Well, who knows? <laughs> Maybe you'll love hiking Mount Rubidoux and you'll make Mount Rubidoux like a weekly thing. Don't just say crazy stuff, Deb. And then it'll become like a twice a week, then a daily or something. Who knows? There's people who go on that mountain every single day. I like how I, I love find, it. I'm sure to go on it one time. <laughs> You're like, you go there every day. That sounds so boring. I mean, I don't know why you'd go every day. I couldn't, well, I couldn't do it. Do it. I couldn't do that walk every day. Do they, day. like, live right next to it? Well, I don't know where they live, Casey, but I'm I mean, just maybe saying. maybe you do, Deb. Like, thank that's you for their, in like, me. track, basically, you know? Oh, well, thank you for lifting me up, Deb. You're welcome. But, yeah, I'm, the, I'm bringing in with me a sense of adventure and an openness to trying things that I would usually say no to. So far. So I feel like Jill already has a face on like she has some weird shit that she wants to ask me to do. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. You know what? I want to, but I'm not. Okay. Because you figure out what you want to do. Thank you. And what you like. And that's, I also have also, this, this might sound mean, have kind of written Casey off as far as like trying some of these things. So I'm just like, cool, you do it. You, you see what no, you want to totally do. Because yeah, she's just not my go-to no. person for that stuff and I've accepted it so that's okay that's very fair yeah letting go of the past <laughs> no I'm just kidding it's fine um something I'm bringing with me into the future uh I'm trying to continue working on my communication skills with my relationships with friendships and also um with other like romantic relationships and whatnot I feel like I've learned a lot about communicating and the importance of communication and even just sharing more with my friends about my life. I shared a lot with you guys in 2019 and I feel like I've really learned a lot and grown from that and just hearing different people's opinions and getting different insights. So I feel like it's important for me to continue doing that um, in order just to kind of to learn from my friends and learn from each of our experiences and then also communicate my own feelings and however it is I'm feeling and not just always want to just be okay so people don't worry about me but to actually say what's on my mind say what I'm feeling and feel like they can either accept it or they can't but at least I said how I felt and and that's it so that's something that I think I need to keep doing why are you giving me those because you were looking at me all weird (laughs) Casey's giving me wide eyes right now. Because Deb was looking at me, and I was like, what's up? Nothing. Tell us what you're bringing in with you. So, um, I, <laughs> so mine kind of goes, like, with Casey's. Uh, I had mentioned in the previous episode that I want to put myself in more uncomfortable situations. So, you know, be more adventurous with things. Try the chip. 
whatever. <laughs> um, you know, and just like, I, I would just like to be more positive about things. And I feel, okay, so I don't like to say that I'm a negative person. I like to call myself a realist, but I think it's also because I have a lot of anxiety. Um, but I would just like to um, just think about things in a different way and try to be a little bit more positive and look, have a more positive outlook because I'm always like, well, this could happen and this could happen. And, you know, I already know that this is how it's going to end up. So then I start stressing about that and, you know, that gives me anxiety. So I would like to try not to focus on that, but, you know, we'll see where this takes us. I totally feel you done. Yeah. There with you. Well, the qu- next question is, is another one that Casey had wanted to ask, is what negative mindset do I need to let myself go of? And I had a hard time answering this one. I don't really feel like I'm a negative person, so I don't... I know it, it can encompass other things just besides, like, negative thought track, but I don't know. I don't... I I revert back to procrastination and putting things off because, for me, that's the only thing that really keeps me from doing things but other than that I don't have that like how you guys are kind of saying not necessarily a sense of fear but that sense of like things are going to go wrong things are going to it's called anxiety yeah. yeah I don't have that so I don't know what that yeah. feels like and so for me the only thing stopping me from doing anything is just myself it's not worrying well, about this anything one, yeah. you know I mean for this question I didn't really think of it in that way I would ju- I was just thinking about like excuses that I make like so like I always say oh well I don't have time for that mm. And so that I always use that as an excuse for things like That's very true. I hear you say that a lot. Yeah, like, oh, well, I don't have time for that. And I mean, the truth of the matter is, you have time for whatever you want to make time for. So if something is important to you, you'll make time for that. Um, and so, but yeah, that's, you know, an excuse that I always just revert to, but you know, do I really have time? Probably. I got time for it. <laughs> So, That's what I always want to tell you, but I'm like, I'm not going to argue with you. Like, but I'm like, you have time. I do, not but... Not necessarily but things, loads of time, yeah, yeah. but there's a little bit. But it's right. It's, it's what you want to make time for. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, of course you have the time, but it's like, you know, like, do you put value on it? Like, do you want to do that thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, Casey, what negative mindset are you trying to let go of? <sighs> I guess just, like, in general, I want to, like believe in myself more which I don't know maybe sounds silly because I think I most people tell me I come off as being pretty confident but I think like I just start to like feel doubts about things um and I'll think oh I probably can't do that or like that's not gonna work out well or I just get like too scared to try and there's really no harm in trying um I mean like I know I'm pretty dope like I don't know why I get so weird about stuff but I just do I think it's I think it really is my anxiety so I get in my head about things very easily and so, again, that probably isn't going to get fixed, so I have to learn new coping ways to try to deal with that and not let it hold me back, you know? Like, don't be afraid to, like, apply for new jobs or try this new thing or, like, whatever it is. Like, just give it a go. If it's a no or whatever it is or it doesn't work out, like, I'll probably live. Or you won't. I mean, I really might not. You never know. It's true. What a terrible thing to say to someone with anxiety. I just like to fuck with you. You're an asshole. You're fine. You'll be fine. You're always fine. That's always my goal is just to always be fine. You'll figure, you'll figure it out. 
Let me see. And the next question, I think we kind of touched on this a little bit. When am I the happiest version of myself? When I'm naked. Really? Yeah. It's a great time. But fresh from the shower. Best moment. Fresh from the shower. Freshly shaved legs. Clean sheets. Oh, in the bed. That's like my high moment of life. I feel so good in that moment. I love clean sheets. I do too. Yeah, just the way they feel. Like, I don't know. I was just telling, uh, I think I was telling Blake the other day that like, I feel like I would be at the height of my richness is when I would come home and I had clean sheets every day. Like oh. someone has done my laundry. Oh. And it wasn't me. And I'd always have clean sheets. Look at this bitch. I laundry know. every day. I know. That's not real. You can't be doing laundry every day. Eco-friendly, my ass. Exactly. <laughs> We're not doing that. But yeah. I think that's just a feeling that came to my mind. Like, that's something that I know I'm really happy in that moment. Like, so there's many other things that make me happy in life. But, like, that's just, like, mmm. That gold star moment. I feel happiest usually when I come back from doing something where I've been outside. Like, for a given period of time. Um, doesn't necessarily mean I was, like, super active. Just coming back from, like, a nice outdoor day. Or... Something that I know really affects how I feel is what I eat. And it's not because it's like a mental thing. It's my body's really sensitive to certain foods. And so if I stick to eating the foods that don't make my body react, I feel good. Because if I eat like too much gluten or too much sugar and things like that, like I'm in a bad mood. I can feel cranky. Like it just throws me off. I get bloated and then it's it's not good. So when I really genuinely stick to what I know feels good in my body, it helps me feel better overall and I genuinely I'm, I feel great I feel good I can go the whole day and be pleasant how about you Deb I don't know um I mean I like what I wrote down was like when I don't have any stress but then I'm like is there ever a time when I don't have any stress I don't think so yeah we all have some it? kind of stress yeah so I don't know um that question was kind of hard for me <laughs> not sure it's very funny, though, your answer, Jill, because I have a phone call appointment with my doctor on Friday because I've been really sick recently. Like, I feel like all foods are making me incredibly sick. Like, I felt it building, but I feel, like, just bad. Like, everything's making me feel bad from, like, the blandest thing to, like, something that's, like, really flavorful. And so I was like, I probably have a lot of food allergies. And it's making me so depressed. <laughs> like, I know it's fine. Clearly livable. I just, like, don't feel like maintaining it, but obviously, like, it's taking its toll on me because, like I said, then I'm not sleeping or this is going on or I'm tired or, like, you know, so. I think once you find your balance, you're going to see that because it takes work. Like, it takes me a lot of fucking work Mm -hmm. to figure this stuff out and what I'm going to eat and planning and shopping and, like, looking for recipes and all that. But I know in the long run that if I feel good and it's not about necessarily weight and things like that, it's just you feel good and it's worth it. It's not about any of that. Like, that's not my concern. It really is just like, I really don't feel good. And so like, like, I'm noticing like, oh, everything's making me sick. And so. I've even noticed because there was, um, I started reading about like food combining and like what order you're supposed to be like eating certain things of the day and what foods you should and shouldn't combine. I haven't done it that intensely, but like even just avoid to. To avoid feeling bloated and certain things of how you eat and what you put together. I was like, whew, because that'll just ruin your day. I don't want to feel like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Blah. Being responsible is gross. <laughs> my response. <laughs> Our next question is, what's on your mind right now? 
I'll Deeper. go. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. Um, just I had mentioned before that um, I'm working on uh, getting my backyard uh, fixed up because uh, my backyard isn't done. So that it has been on my mind, and then also just uh, like kind of wedding planning, I guess. I mean, we're not gonna have like a big old extravaganza. But that's still like on my mind, like how I want to get married and what to what extent. So th- yeah, those are the things. Um, something that's on my mind just very immediately is, um, I I think I was telling Deborah earlier. I was like, I feel upset. There's just a lot going on in the world right now that I find to be very upsetting. I've been watching a lot of the videos and footage from like Australia and all the things that are on fire and how many like animals have died and it's just it's just sad it's just really depressing that there's so much suffering going on in in that part of the world and then like all the stuff going on with Iran and all the jokes going around about World War Three. and I know some people say you can blow some of these things up out of proportion but historically things happen like it's not something that's fake or like blown up and it's you just you just never know like how what where things can turn and I feel like these are things I just I really have on my mind right now and it's I'm not the kind of person that like obsesses that keeps reading about the same things over and over again but these two things are just really drawing my attention and making me anxious um in my case it's what I literally just talked about like the fact that everything's making me sick and how I'm going to address that because it has been on my mind quite a bit in the past month a couple months um and that's really the main thing like that's really like a big focus for me because I just think I mean I'm aware that I'm not old but I am getting older and so I just like I feel these things more than I would have like 10 years ago so I just want to get a handle on it so I don't do myself any like long-term damage all right we can move on to something hopefully a little bit more cheerful that was a little bit of a downer question but that's okay this is real (laughs) this is real life um what's something you learned in 2019 Go ahead, Casey. I'm not ready, Deb. Good job, Deb. I'm glad you learned how to pick up yeah, on that. Yeah, that was good, though. Good slide. But I'm not ready, so tough <laughs> shit, Deb. I can share. Okay. I can go. 2019 for me, so it was, it was partially 2018 and 2019. Um, this might sound weird for people, probably most people don't know what it is, was the year of Matthew Hussey, which is like um, a dating uh, expert that my friend Blake introduced me to. And... Matthew Hussey literally changed my life in teaching me strategies as far as just like dating and having difficult conversations and actually teaching me words to say, how to change my own behavior, how to kind of analyze other people's behavior in dating. Um, If you're single, even if you're not, if you're in a relationship, I definitely would like to recommend that you read Matthew Hussey's posts. And I even went to go see him in 2019 with Blake. We went to a presentation that he did and it's just very inspiring and and I know I think I've joked before about doing ABA like behavioral therapy on myself and like learning about my own behaviors and whatnot and part of it has to do with what I learned with him through um just following his teachings online and and on Instagram it's crazy because I never would have been the type of person to be like oh I'm gonna do this like self-help kind of strategies or even I always thought it was corny I just always thought it was corny so that's why I'm trying to like how I said about the vision board, maybe I need corniness in my life. Maybe it's a good thing. I don't know yet. Maybe I need to stop like having an attitude 
And I remember reading um, a horoscope thing that was a joke. And it was like, what are you leaving in 2020? What are you leaving behind in 2019, Sagittarius? And it said, your attitude. And I'm like, maybe it's true. Like, I kind of do have like a bullshitty or like I'm too cool for that attitude. So who knows? Maybe I will benefit. I did benefit in 2019. So we'll see what happens in the future. (laughs) My answer is sad and I'm trying to think of a funnier one. And it's not working out well. Well, I'll say mine. Mine is not, like, I guess, I don't know. Maybe mine is a little bit deep, but I was trying to think, you know, what did I learn in 2019? And I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw, you know, one of those, like, Instagram quotes that Casey loves. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is what I learned in 2019. And I don't want to, like, get too deep. And it's not, like, I don't feel like it's deep, but let me just read it for you. (laughs) So it says, um... Sometimes you have to make peace with the fact that you are the villain in someone else's story, even if you thought you were doing the right thing. You don't get to tell them how to narrate their experience. So, um, I don't know. To me, it really spoke to me because I feel like, I think that so many times, like, I try to do the right thing or, like, you know, do things that I feel... Like, I guess, would make another person happy or what they would want or expect me to do for them. But um, at the end of the day, they don't see it in the same way that I see it, you know? So I think that that's really one of the things that I've learned and that to just kind of be more, like, how do I say it? Like, just... uh, like, do things that make me happy and not necessarily trying to please other people, but look out for myself because the other person may not necessarily appreciate, like, what you're doing for them, if that makes sense. Yeah, and then to kind of accept that that's how they're going to be. Right, too, yeah, just, that yeah. You, no matter what you do, like, they're still going to view you as a bad person or not. Whatever you do, it may not be enough for them, I guess, if that makes sense. I don't know. I think that makes sense. Okay. So for me, in 2019, um, I've alluded to, but not actually said, my dad passed away last year. And so that was my first real experience with that kind of loss and that kind of grief. And I feel kind of misty because I'm real tired, so I don't want to, like, get into it. But, like, that is something I learned. It's a new thing for me. Obviously still something I am dealing with. But, you know, I think it also showed me that I'm strong, my family's strong, you know, and that we can get through things, you know. Yeah. I learned that too, unfortunately. You were one of my three very close friends who all lost a parent in 2019. And my mom got diagnosed with cancer again in 2019. And it's just been hard. It's just a hard... It was a hard year. Okay, we're back from um, our little break. We're good. Everybody's had to have good. a cry break. Yeah. little emotional moment. Everybody's good, but... Yeah. It's real life, guys. It's okay. It is. Yeah, we're going to continue. So, what was the next question? Next question is, what's something you want to learn in 2020? I'll go first. Okay. Um, so, I want to learn how to be more organized, like, with my day-to-day life. Like, I feel like I am organized, but I would like to be more organized and just get rid of things that I don't really need. Like, I guess I don't want to be, like, super minimalist because, you know, I see people like they're like super like yeah I'm not a 
I'm not trying to be like, you know, just super minimalist, but I do want to get rid of things that I really don't need or have use of because I, and I'm, I don't want to say I'm a hoarder, but I do hold on to things. And because I do have a house and I have a pretty big house, I mean, not to, um, like sound like I'm bragging or anything. No, you but, have the space to like keep things. Exactly. Yeah, so like I to. can just throw things into a bedroom and I never have to see it or even think about it. But I know it's there, you know? So like there are things, a lot of things that I have that I actually don't need. I'm not using. Things that are just taking up space and um, things that I could donate or give away or things that are just, you know, trash basically that not even anybody would want. But yeah, that's what... Um, I would like to, I guess, I guess a goal and kind of learn to do is just to learn how to let go of things more and just be uh, more organized and a little bit more minimal with what I have. Mine is similar to yeah. yours in that, um, how you kind of said having more of a routine, like a day-to-day yeah. routine, because I feel like I could benefit from having that kind of structure in my life, I think I had mentioned kind of like planning more about in the morning and like planning out my food and stuff and doing that. And then also having a plan for me to do, to be productive after work, whether it's doing something fun, like I wanted to like start taking some kind of class, kind of like how Casey had mentioned doing something like that. Or even, okay, today I'm going to go do that walk or that nature hike or whatever that I wanted to, but actually stick to it and follow through because I feel like as I kind of said earlier, that's when I'm a good, that's when I'm the happy version of myself and that's when I feel good. So I need to do start planning and making time for more things that make me feel good because I already know they make me feel good. So just follow through and actually do something about it. Um, I want to learn some of the things I mentioned earlier, like some new skills, like cookie decorating and things like that. Like I just feel like clearly something is drawing me to this because I've been talking about it for some time like that. And I also need to learn how to do Microsoft Excel. Because I don't know how to do it, even though my resume says I do. I took a Microsoft Excel class um, when I graduated from college, and then I was looking for other jobs, and I needed more Excel. Mm -hmm. And so I took a Microsoft Excel class. Do I still know that shit? No. I mean, like, they have them, but I can't say, like, oh, I'm looking for a job. And like I went to, like, a very expensive, like, school. All they did was teach me Microsoft Excel, and I still oh, don't know it. They do it at the library, dude. It is so hard. <laughs> just going to do it at the library. Well, I, I wasn't living here. I, I was, like, like living in Long oh, Beach. Yeah. yeah. It was hard. I still can't get it. I'm not saying everyone's asking me to do yeah, Microsoft yeah. Excel. Yeah. No, I feel like if you had to really do something on Microsoft Excel, like, you can, like, Google, like, how do I... XYZ. I would just like to know that I know she how to do it. She just wants to know how to do it. All I right. feel like even like the basics. Because like, yeah, so you can be Googling and try to figure it out. But I'm also like, maybe Google thinks I know how to do like the bare minimum. And I do not <laughs> at work sometimes because my timesheet's in Excel. I'll Is be like, it? Yeah. Weird. It's I have to document my hours in a weird way. But I'll be like, oh shit, what just happened? And then I'll be like, why is it making all those hashtags? And I'll be like... Backspace, backspace, and I just try to like trick myself. Control like, Z, Control Z. Jill taught me that. Oh, <laughs> what does that do? Undo. Oh, wait, you don't know the commands? No, I don't do commands. I just do <gasps> buttons. At all? No. Like copy pasting? Oh, I do that. Yeah, yeah, those are commands. You know those. Oh, well, I don't know. I didn't know that's undo. I didn't know that. Yeah, Control well, she Z. Didn't teach me. She didn't teach it to me. You know, well, that's together. your best friend. Yeah. Oh, control Z was your best friend. That is my best friend. Oh, well, <laughs> At work, I'm like, oh shit. Control Z, Control Z. Yeah. I just use the undo one. But anyway, mm-hmm. it's something I would but like to learn. Sometimes there is no undo. It's right? true. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah, or like if you're filling out a form on like a website or you just Control oh, Z. That's very interesting to know. I did not yeah. know that. 
Well, there you go. For everybody See? else out I there. I never thought about skills. I feel like this. I always want to learn. Like, I'm someone who wants to learn fucking everything, and then I learn nothing. Because I can't focus on, like, oh, yeah. even learning. Your, even your ADHD. Yeah. It kicks in so Do hard. Do you know, what it, is it called Access? What's that? I no. think that's another right. Microsoft program. Oh, don't add in extra things. <laughs> I think no. it's Access. Or... I know Windows Basic and then, like, some Adobe and then, like, that's it. It always blows my mind when people don't know Outlook. What? Yeah. Like, they, what do they not know about it? Like, they don't know how to use the calendar. They don't know how to, like... I'm actually not. I, Are I, they like running on like Apple programs instead? No, I actually don't think I'm, talking I'm maximizing about, like, my outlook to the best co-workers. of its ability. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought it was a generational thing, but I don't know. Oh no, I'm probably part of it. I'll be like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah. and I'm like, they don't know how to like set tasks or set reminders or like. What are you talking about? You know, let's not get into. You it. don't know how to do that? No, I don't. No, I know how oh. to do that. I'm saying, what are you talking about? People like, who people don't, don't know. Yeah, people don't know how to do that. Story. Let's not get no, into. No, you know what? You know, I don't know anything about like the Google Drives when people ask me about doing all these Google Docs oh and all God. that stuff. Oh. I fucking suck about. I don't know any of that stuff. You no, know, I feel like that was that happened like after our like college year yeah. yes yeah because we were using like that. brian he does all of this stuff on the drive and now i i see like the high school kids because our generation was like usb yeah. we had those usb and sticks that was hot shit. and then at the very end you were doing like dropbox oh and like that was it no i didn't know how to do that we did i yeah. barely did a little bit of stuff on dropbox no i didn't like yeah that. like even after we were like oh like it's in the google drive i'll be like oh well, i wish you weren't playing yeah, yeah i don't know like, how to do that i'm not going to be able i remember to one time it. my cousin was like oh we're having um i think it was like christmas or something he's like i made a google doc and everybody just edit the google doc and tell me what you're gonna bring like i'm making like it was like a potluck list and mm-hmm. You just had to edit the Google Doc. And I was just like, how the fuck do I do that? They're doing that this weekend for the trip to Tahoe. Chriselle, my friend Chriselle was like, oh, I have the Google Doc of all the stuff we need to pack. And like, we're grocery shopping. I'm like, I can't, I don't know how to do that. (laughs) Send me a screenshot. I'm like, that's what I told her. And it told me that I needed to get like special access to open it. I'm like, fuck this. I was able to figure it out. That always happens. Screenshot me this shit. I don't want to do all that. So like, I guess like, I'm saying something like, I want to increase my computer skills because I feel like to be attractive, like if I do try to find another job, these are skills I'm going to need. And like, Thankfully, at my job, like, I'm getting by that without them because, like, I know how to do all that shit at my job. Like, everything yeah. I'm doing at my job, I know how to do. It but, just like, depends where you it's go. It's not going to guarantee that I roll over. I don't yeah. feel like, we'd like to hire you, bitch, but we tried to send you that in a Google Doc and you never opened it. And I'll be like, oh, well, oh. you're not wrong. <laughs> I feel the same way. Like, I do want to do grad school and I want to go back to grad school. I don't know what I want to study yet because I don't know what field I want to be in. But... I probably do need to go and like sharpen up my other skills and like either get certifications or things like that because I haven't been to college in a long time. So, my loop. That's for sure. So I can stay ahead. Yeah. And next question is what does success mean to you? For me, success. I'll go first, Deb. (laughs) You saw me looking away. I did. I did. Um, For me, like, it doesn't necessarily mean, like, obviously, like, having tons of money and all that stuff like that and all these material possessions. I think I'll feel successful when I just feel comfortable. Like, it's not that I feel like I'm struggling right now, but I also feel like, you know, shit could go down in a couple of months. I'd be like, fuck, I'm fucked. You know, like, I want to feel more comfort and, like, just, like, a lack of 
concern, like, for things going forward. And I think I want to, like, be in, like, I'd feel successful if I was in my best, like, mental health state, which I do not think I'm in right now. Like, I just think that would be, like, the ideal. Just feel good mentally. Obviously, shit's still gonna happen, but, like, to feel, like, really, like, settled with my mind and to not have any stress about, like, my finances, like, that everything could just fall apart. I agree. That's how I, for me, at this point in my life, is how I define success. I think success is being happy. You're, you don't necessarily have to, I think there's a lot of pressure that you're supposed to be happy in, like, your dream job and a lot of that. And I don't think that's necessarily the case. You can be, you can be okay at work and still be happy. You don't have to be everybody's on their fucking passion projects on Instagram and all this stuff. And I think that puts a lot of pressure on people to feel like you have to be doing that and to be successful you have to own your own business and all these things and I don't necessarily think that that's the case I think just as long as for me if I'm happy and I'm more financially secure which is what I would like to be for myself and like you're saying you're good right now but in the long term if something happened like you know you could be fucked and some, yeah. you, we don't have that long term sort of yeah I'm not stability things could go bad real fast no <laughs> yeah and it would take a turn and it would be difficult so I would I think that is when you don't have is like, you know, being successful is not having that stress because you've planned and you've made your future more stable. And then I also think being comfortable and not stressing and then you have, like, good health care um, is a good level of success. And you also have the ability to travel when you want and have that freedom. And I think not being too much in debt is also a success because you're financially free and you're not stuck to these, like, strings or these like entities that make you feel like the world's weighing down on you so that to me is a successful person yeah and didn't you just pay off your car i did yeah i did just pay off my car (laughs) thank you (laughs) shout out to jill (laughs) yeah i did just pay off my car in in theory now i want to i'm going to say not in theory i'm going to i'm going to save what i was paying for my car every month so that i can then use that for down payment prevention for another car yeah so yeah, yeah, that's great. Thank you. I forgot. Yeah. But yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, Deb, how do you define success? Uh, I I agree with what both of you guys had said. Um, and But I just wanted to kind of piggyback on what you had said about, like, the the job thing. Um, I remember Brian, uh, when he had graduated college, he really wanted to work with, like, cars Um, because cars are his hobby like his passion he loves you know cars anything to do like with the automotive industry so he really wanted to get into the automotive industry and um, he's an engineer so um, I remember somebody had I don't even remember who it was but somebody had told him like hey like your hobbies and your passions like they don't always like most of the people are not working in like a field that coincides with their hobbies or coincides with what they're like passionate about and that's okay like you can still have a good job or still have you know success in your job and still like your job but it not be like your hobby because Brian was so fixated on like no like in order to be successful like I want to be in the automotive industry and I mean not to be successful but he just he really wanted that wanted that and i feel i mean he probably still does but i think it just kind of like made him realize that yeah maybe that's not 
it may not happen. It can happen, you know, maybe sometime in the future, but it's not the chances of that happening because out here, the automotive industry is so small as opposed to, you know, Michigan where mm-hmm. like that's like the car capital or whatever you call it. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that like Joe had said, like you can still have a decent job and a good job and still be in a job that you like, but not necessarily like, oh, this is my dream job and but still have some success within it. I agree. I was talking about this with Julie before, my other friend, my one of my best friends, and she, we are both single and so we've gone on a lot of dates with meeting people and meeting a lot of different people in the past year, year and a half, like a lot of people. And there seems to be a lack of a good work-life balance, like where people work, but then they also have a social life and they have friends and they have things that they're interested in. And a lot of I'm not just trying to pick on guys, but a lot of the guys that we were meeting, they don't have that. Like, they don't have, like, that balance. And I think that that's really important to, like, be a successful person and to not just fully be all about work. And then you also meet other guys who don't work necessarily. And then it's all fun. So I think having a good balance and having, like, your good mental health is, like, is key to to being successful. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, you know, just... um to sum up what I feel like success, which is just being able to like, you know, take care of myself, take care of my bills, like not depend on anybody, you know, sure. I do have Brian and, um, you know, we're like our team, but I, I also know that, um, if, you know, things happened that I would still be able to take care of myself and take care of my own. Cause you have been the right. whole time. Yeah. yeah. And so I, you know, to me that that's like, okay, I'm not that I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, I don't know. But I do feel like, okay, I, I have some sort of success. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you sure do. You do. You do. You do. Own it. Uh, now that you both have said success, I want to share one. My credit score is finally excellent. It's always Ooh. been good and very good, but I wanted excellent. And it's fucking there. All right. They sent me an email and I was like, fuck yeah, it is. That's fantastic. <laughs> Here Good we job. go. Because it makes me feel like I can do fucking anything I want. Yeah. I'm like, oh, did you see that credit score? It's fucking excellent. Um, Let's make a deal. Because it's fucking true. Yeah. And then guess who's going to get a nice line of credit if you ever need it? For exactly. whatever reason. That's what yeah. I mean. like, it just makes me it's feel a golden really ticket. good. Yeah. So my goal is obviously to make it maintain. Obviously, anything could happen. It could dip a little bit below. But having good credit is like a big deal to me. Yeah. While we're all riding on the wave of success, what is one thing that's guaranteed to make you smile? Baby animal videos. Oh! <laughs> that's hundred percent true. Were say. That's super funny. I have animals listed on mine, and then another answer that always makes me smile is when you see a cute guy and you're with your friend and you both notice and you start laughing. That to me is always gonna make me smile because it's oh funny. My God. It's my answer. I don't know. Look at everything. I'm always smiling, I think. Um, I want to say someone's misfortune, and I don't really mean that. Like, the misfortune of your enemies? Like, videos of, like, fails always crack me up. I don't know why. Like, I was like, oh. It's because you like, grew up watching America's Funniest Home videos. I guess. I yeah. Like, what the fuck happened? Like, I don't know. Like, it's it's called, what is it, like, Schoenfrad? Like, you know, it's not misfortune. It's like a delight to you. So I'll be like, oh, look at that. That and British comedy always makes me smile and laugh. 
That's true. Oh, I know what else makes me smile when you when you, when I hear a song that I really like unexpectedly, like in a store or like randomly. I'm like, oh fuck, the jam's on. Gets me happy. Gets me pumped. And this is not like just to blow up their asses, but like Jill and Deb make me smile a lot because we're really not together. At least I'm not with them. And so sometimes when I'm reading our messages, like I'll just be dying. Like it's just really <laughs> funny. Like I'll be smiling, and people will walk by my office and be like, "What are you doing?" And I'll be like, "Huh," because I'm making all these faces. Like yeah, you know, like. I'll just be cracking up, like, real hard, or, like, just grinning, and so, yeah. like, you know, like, my friends make me smile a Aww. lot. Guaranteed. Oh, mine do, too, because especially when I'm with my parents, they're like, who are you laughing at? And I'm like, I can't even explain to you. Everybody cracks me up. I just, I love my friends. Yeah, it's just a good time. It's good. Yeah. All right, so I do have some horoscopes for you guys in the future. Obviously, not everybody is a Virgo, Gemini, or Sagittarius, but I still want to redo yours. The best people are. So they can so hear the trifecta. All yeah. right, so I'm going to do Casey first. Woo. We've got the Virgo. So, 2020 will debut with an amazing momentum in the business domain, especially important in personal acquisitions. Oh. It can be about a house, an inheritance, or a very important game that Virgos have been waiting for for a long time. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I'm going to do each little. Um, like demographics and be a little bit about money, a little bit about work, a little bit about love. So we'll do that. And then your focus on your attention for 2020 is on your family life, which you just emphasized and said that. that. said your family gets expanding by adding new members or by also understanding that some situations are related to your parents or ancestors are now relating back to your family. Regardless of the problems that you may or may have with your family, things flow towards conflict resolution and understanding things that at some time and at some point will have all that have been unacceptable to you will be okay creating a positive living environment is also important give yourself more time to relax and to recharge your batteries and to heal and find inner peace have more faith in your strengths you were just saying you're trying to build confidence have a more relaxed perspective the anxiety let's see have a sense of humor which you always have fun and make other people laugh Dear Virgo, <laughs> dear Virgo, try to focus your attention on work because sometimes mistakes can occur. Which whatever, that so happens. How dare you? That happens anytime. Fuck you. Fuck you for calling her out. <laughs> Family life is going to be harmonious and full of joy throughout the year. If you are single, you have all the chances in the world to meet a new partner. Oh, this is an excellent year for marriage <clears throat> or oh. starting a relationship. Quick marriage. Exactly. Your career could take an abrupt change, and you can have a whole new world of work. Make make it your own or you could also change the way in which you're currently doing your present work oh what i heard is this learning excel is going to change my life it might be this year people born in the virgo sign will be forced to travel for business and face many challenges where am i going who knows let's see thus continue your study and going about either studying abroad re-establishing a relationship with someone from another country or another culture and a virgo might just have some opportunity to go on a long distance journey oh so that is your 2020 outlook. Things are sounding good. Yeah. And here comes Deborah, our Gemini. Yay. Let's see. According to Gemini 2020 horoscope, use the remaining influence to dig what into you really hope accomplish for your life. Pay attention to learning how to bring in your deepest inner dreams into a solid and viable source outside yourself. Gemini will have a ton of luck in 2020. Fortunately, not all Gemini people will know how to take full advantage of their opportunities. This year, Geminis will push themselves to be more careful when choosing the people they surround themselves in their future. 
They will meet a lot of new people and will be able to classify them as how they want them either to remain or not remain in their lives. You need a lot of patience and diplomacy to avoid clashes and even breakups between January and February. <laughs> Watch out, Brian. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Dang. No, it'll be nice. like six more weeks, Brian. Yeah, You're just good. Ride, it through, ride through Valentine's Day and you'll be good. Don't even talk to her until then. <laughs> People born under the Gemini astrological sign are always looking for a stable partner and might receive a marriage proposal. You've already beaten oh, it. it. There you go. 2020 came early. Second proposal. <laughs> It says, Gemini, you have been quite content taking the back seat in recent years. Quite content perhaps to even stay home. This year brings a change in that contentment, and by early summer, you may be more public, more outgoing than you ever have before. God, we're going on the weeknight. Right? Oh, dang. Bringing it back. Let's see. Last note, you may tire very easily this year, but you will quickly recover. Oh. Oh. (laughs) That's some good encouragement. I don't feel like I am quickly recovering because, uh... Lord knows I'm still recovering from this past week in Vegas trip. From her Vegas trip? Yeah. Deborah's hashtag always tired. Like, yeah. constantly. Is it weird if I read my own? No. Yeah. All right. Or so do you just... want me to read it? Yeah. I'll read go it. For just, it. Just for fun, you know? Okay. The highlights might be kind of weird, but It's okay. Go. It appears that there is a lot of change coming into your life over the years, Sagittarius. And you get a chance to rework both how you present yourself to the world and what you present to the world. I like that statement. I saw that earlier and I like that. It's different. Um, in 2020, you will find happiness in small things and they will come to understand how little... Oh, and they will come to understand how little they require to feel the luckiest people on earth. Oh, and they meaning Sagittarius. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's written... It's a weird article. It's written yeah, yeah. Weird. Okay. You are going to search for an answer to the question, what makes me happy? Oh. oh. But I feel like you already know. She thinks you will she knows. feel. I think I know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you think you know. Could be vision board. She doesn't know. Exactly. Yeah. Who knows? You will feel the need to isolate yourself from others to create a better connection with the divinity. So it is a good time to get close to God and intensify your spiritual life. Oh. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. At the end of 2020, many Sagittarius will manage to establish new life principles. For the lucky ones, everything can come through revelation. Uh, pre- Premonitory? Premonitory dreams. dreams. Pre- yeah. Premonitory? Premonitory? I don't know. Like, Premonitory, yeah. 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 Like premonitions. Oh, okay. Yeah, so everything can come through premonitions, basically. <laughs> <laughs> You will be more concerned about security and material comfort than ever. That is totally true. Well, we were just talking about We were about just talking. It's weird because after I was going through reading everything, I was like, I kind of feel like we just touched on all these things that this thing specifically yeah. mentioned. You give greater importance to your savings, thinking about dark times. You become more calculated, more reserved, more careful with money, fearing tomorrow. Oof. Oh, yeah. That's deep. Oh, you're prophesizing. Trying to get my shit together. <laughs> it knows. Starting from August 16, you will uh, will influence the love life of Sagittarius. Huh. That's the day you meet your love. Right August yeah. 16th? You better go out that now, day. Now, apparently. It is time to take chances in love, even if they take actions that are not familiar to them. Oh. Oh. 
I don't like that. Open that up me- that mind, bitch. Yeah. I don't like that at all. That but you said it. you don't know what you like. Shut up. <laughs> you are in the throes of overhauling your life, and this will extend into your relationship. Dun dun dun. Ooh. What Ooh, has been? Beat. What has been lost in recent years will be replaced, not by the same persons, but by those who mesh better with your independent and big-hearted, generous nature. Oh, all right. I think well, that was it. Well, there you go. We got some years ahead of us, who you guys. Is Jill's new love that she's going to meet on August 16th? I don't know. Put on the social calendar. What's five, five? five. It's thin. It's going to be somebody who what? she's not expecting. You said 5'5"? Five, five? A thin. Oh, my God. Said, it says you think you know what you That's like. That's a you tiny don't know. man. He's slim. He's blonde. He's, he's, he's a scrawny man. Just he's kidding. A, he's a bambino. Thanks, Deb. <laughs> a bambino. He's a bambino. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Make sure to stay tuned until August 16th. Da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting us be real on here. We appreciate it. Yes. It's really nice. Safe space. Hope some of these questions got you thinking about your own 2019 and also 2020, what you'd like to see for yourself. It got me thinking about it. I wouldn't normally think yeah. about this stuff at all. Sounds like we're all saving our cash. Yeah. Uh, so the funny thing was that Jill had sent these questions to Casey and I, and, um, you know, Jill and I worked together, and I was like, oh, um, Jill was like, well, I'm surprised that you haven't, you know, uh, crossed any questions out and, um, or not crossed or what oh, did you yeah. say? Okay. Because I, because the questions that I sent, I sent a lot of questions and I told them to let me know which ones they wanted and which ones they didn't. And we'll, you know, pare it down. Cause it's a lot. And I didn't res- receive a response from either one of them saying like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And so I told Deborah, I was like, I'm surprised I didn't get any pushback from Deborah saying like, I don't want to answer that shit. Or like, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Cause that's very classic Deb. Yeah. And so what I told her was, you know what? I just took each question, took my time, answered it, made myself come up with an answer, even though I didn't want to answer it because that's 2020 Deb. I said, new year, new fucking Deb. This is great. Listen to Deb. Yeah. I was was very surprised. I was like, just answer the questions. Don't complain. Just give an answer. Oh, look at that. I guess no answer was the best answer. But I do, I do appreciate that Jill gave me the questions ahead of time and that I was able to like think about them. There's no way I could have answered these in the moment. No way. That's hard. What you doing over there, Casey? Swaying. Casey sways. I know my my sinuses hurt. All right, we got to get Casey out of this pine catfield house. Pretty much, guys. It's 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 winding down. All okay. right, all right. Well, thanks everybody. This has been a lot of fun. Do we want to give the socials? Yeah, okay. don't forget to follow us at Good Bad Truth Podcast on Instagram, and you know. Give us some likes and give us some likes. Give us some comments, some yeah, shout outs. We want to yeah. talk to you. You guys, talk, you guys are, you guys talk to us anyway. You tell us in real life and you text us. So That's if true. you can do it on the on the platform that other people can see and participate in the yeah, discussion, because you're not like, the only ones feeling that way. That's true. Share our page. <laughs> I like that. Share the page. We're trying to get the side hustle tell going. Tell your friends. Yeah, exactly. Pass it on. We want to be able to do swipe up links. That's a, that's our goal. Oh yeah, that is one of our goals. Swipe up links to be able to share more, but we can't get there until we're a much bigger, bigger crowd. I feel like this just came like a telethon. <laughs> like if you could just give twenty five more cents. <laughs> I mean, we can do that. I have nothing to donate. We don't have the little packages, but you know. True. But yeah, tell a friend. They could like it. It's fine. We've gotten good reviews from you guys. 
Thanks for listening. We rambled on enough. I know. All right. Enjoy. Bye, Bye. Bye.